2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue
3: bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com mobilecom
4: Welcome back. We got a hot seat coming up. We got more great stuff, Al. I, I got to get to... Uh, the uh, ratings for the Super Bowl. Very good. Because they were very good, but they fell short of the all-time record for TV ratings. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just kind of a programming note. I, I have, uh, Al, I have uh, in, in consultation with uh, Joe Wechter mm-hmm. and Ria Hughes, book tomorrow on this show on his day off at 720.
5: No, I'm the I'm the booker. I decide who appears on the show. Is me. Yeah, we'll it
4: see. is re- it is my final request, because I would like to come on and scream on my day off, Al. Wow. Ah! Risking fatigue <laughs> in an effort to rip whatever's said today. Because I know what Nick Sirianni says today will be baloney. Yeah! Hmm. And I would like to call him out on it, and we, I will get you guys really shooting in the right direction. Ross Tucker will have the opportunity. He's on to,
6: 7 to 9. He'll yep. be
4: on to interview me. He, he, I you know all the times I've oh, interviewed he Ross. Mm-hmm. He gets to interview me. No. you know What do you mean no? Why don't you call this afternoon? at? Uh... No. I don't, this is my day part. <laughs> we book on this show extremely intelligent people. Oh! Oh! Uh, really? That is why right now we on got? the line. Here's an example of what we got. The Director of Sports Law at Villanova. Ah, uh, that's an With smart. the incredibly popular newsletter andrew-brandt.com, uh, brandt is a man who once ran the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Andrew Brandt It's an honor to have him on. Hi Andrew. Always an honor to be
1: with you guys. And, you know, I forgot, I do a podcast with Ross. I've been doing it for like 10 years. You do it uh, with
4: Ross Tucker?
1: Well, he's got a network, so he's got his podcast. I've got mine on the Ross Tucker Network, the business of sports. So we're long timers. So uh, it's nice that he gets to sit in your seat once a week.
4: No, i got to be honest. You and Ross on a podcast, that might actually be too much knowledge. (laughs) <laughs> and, um, that might be beyond the IQ limits of the FCC. All right, Andrew, let me get to what happened on Sunday, all right? Yeah. What does it mean to an organization when you win the Super Bowl?
1: Well, it's that bragging rights. It's just being able to sort of puff your chest when you go to those meetings in March, which is really the uh, annual festivities for everyone to get together in a social environment, there's a lot of sort of huzzas going on that week to the Super Bowl champion. There's uh, awards given out in the meeting. Everybody loves sort of fetting the Super Bowl champion, but I think the Eagles, I mean, I know what you're talking about. It. I think they got to feel pretty good. Of course you want the Super Bowl, but they've played well except for the things you're talking about, I know, and they've got They've got the guy. I mean, what every organization wants, and I was lucky because I was in Green Bay, we always had the guy. They got the guy. So they've got the most important piece of the franchise set. And, of course, they're going to extend him, and they're going to give him every money that he deserves. But that's the most important piece. And then you fill in around, and they've got skill positions under contract for multiple years. So they're in good shape. But it's obviously a sick feeling coming off a loss. All right.
4: I, I just want to put you in the seat of a Howie Roseman or Jeff Lurie. Instead of running the Packers back when you did, Andrew, you're running mm-hmm. the Eagles now. And you watched the second half of that game. And you saw what happened on your defense. What's your move now? What do you do now? Do you talk to somebody? Do you ponder changes? How do you handle that situation? Yeah, you
1: self-scout.
4: You analyze what went
1: wrong. You know, you look at this defense and the extraordinary performance throughout the year, especially on the number of sacks, but we're all judged in any business on how you do against the elite level of competition. Aaron Rodgers had a good game. Patrick Mahomes had a good game. Yes, lesser quarterbacks had troubles against these Eagles defense, but that's not going to be the focus. You know, how do we perform better against elite quarterbacks? no one does great against Mahomes or Rodgers. I mean, that's understandable. But the Eagles are at a level, and I'm sure they're talking about that now, where we can't just be satisfied beating up on bad quarterbacks. We've got to get to another level. And then they analyze the personnel. And obviously, you know, you have Redick and Sweat coming off the edges. That's going to be there. And then you sort of look where you're going to fill in otherwise at other positions. How are you going to deal with tight ends? How are you going to deal with Threats that only come a couple times a year. Again, Rodgers and and Mahomes, but you got to be ready. If you're at this level, you can't just say, we feasted on the bad teams. Here's the problem, Andrew.
4: You're you're Harry Roseman, and you added a lot of talent to that defense. You added uh, Gardner Johnson, who was terrific. You added all these other pieces. Bradbury, you know everybody that they brought on here. Reddit. When you see them perform the way they did in the second half, what do you actually think? Do you start to question how they were coached?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think everybody's going to be knee-jerk about that second half. I just think you have to look at the whole body of work. That's hard to do from a fan perspective. I mean, listen, <laughs> the defensive coordinator of that second half may get a head coaching job this week. I doubt it. Well, those people are not looking at that second half. They're looking at a full-body week, the other people that interview him, full-body work throughout his career, and that's where we look at these kind of things. So, listen, Howie, I've talked about him a lot. I wrote about him, podcasted about him. He's put together a a really good roster here. But a lot of it was a short-term. You know, when... They lost the one game. He signs Linville Joseph and and Sue. Those guys are free agents. He's got free agents that are older. He's got free agents on one-year deals like Gardner Johnson and Bradbury. And there's a lot to do here. But the Eagles seem to always be ready for this. You know, Howie and his people are always forward-thinking. So you draft for the future. You sign free agents for the present. And you look forward and you say, okay, if we lose Kelsey, we drafted his replacement last year. If we lose, we drafted the replacements for other players. We drafted uh, Jordan Davis. Obviously, if we lose Hargrave and or Cox, there you go. So when people look at the draft, and sometimes I hear people say, "Well, why did they draft that? They've got all stars at that position." Well, the draft is never about now. The draft is about the future, and the Eagles. have tried to position themselves for what's ahead with a with a refurbishing of this team this offseason
4: but there's a big problem with what you're just saying andrew what's that you now have to pay hurts and that's going to majorly impact your salary cap is it not are you not going to have the same latitude you had last year because you have a quarterback now making 30 or 40 million dollars Now you're hitting on my pet peeve, Angelo. Yeah. Let let me explain. I think it's a
1: cop-out for teams, media, fans to say, we can't compete for a championship because we're paying a top-level quarterback. That's baloney. I mean, I did it for 10 years. That's baloney. What hinders teams is not paying a quarterback $40 million. What hinders teams is having all this crap on their cap from players that they let go, from bad contracts, from people that didn't work out, from performance downturns. That's my feeling. Listen, you've got half your roster at least on rookie contracts. So say that's a million dollar cap hit for 35 players, that's 35 million dollars for over half your team. You got 190 million for the other half, for the other 25 players. It's not hard. How he's done it before. And you have Hertz that's probably going to be a lower cap number for a couple of years before it jumps up. And then the cap's going to be a lot higher. So I don't buy into that. And as someone who's managed a cap for 10 years, that's a cop out. Good teams do it. We just saw Patrick Mahomes win a Super Bowl on a veteran contract in his fourth
4: year on that or third year on that. It can be done in how he's the man to do it. Andrew Brandt constantly informing the public. Uh, uh, Let me make sure I got all this, uh, all the stuff you're doing. Your newsletter is andrew-brandt.com, right, Andrew?
1: Yeah, I got the newsletter. I got the pod with Ross. I got the column on Sports Illustrated. I got Instagram Reels, which people seem to like, at Andrew Brandt too. And then I've got my day job over at Villanova. And uh, best of all, love coming on with you guys regularly.
4: Director of sports law on top of that. God bless you, Andrew. You got a lot of energy. Thank you, my friend. All right, guys. Be well. How great is that,
5: Al? He said, don't use that as a compound.
4: Yeah. Rhea, um, Rhea's got her hand up. Let's see what's going on in the newsroom. What do you got, Rhea?
5: That's official. Indianapolis Colts have announced that they have their guy, Shane Steichen.
4: Steichen. Yes. All right, hold on. This is interesting. Yes. Al, here's a way to make everybody happy. Steichen is can take Gannon, name him assistant head coach and defensive coordinator, and they both leave. Because I'll be honest with you, Steichen, I I don't want to lose him. I think he's good. He's a very good play caller. You have not heard me rip him. I thought the plays were getting in too too slowly on Sunday, but that's not a big issue. They scored 35 points. Al, how about Gannon going to Indy with Steichen? That's not Two that's, new coordinators here. That's
6: kind of been theorized.
4: Preferably a coordinator on defense here. Who knows what he's doing? That would be a nice switch. I I, I mean, I
6: think people have already suggested that that's, that could happen if he doesn't get that head coach. turn. I
4: don't know they let go. Now they will. You see the difference? Well. Now they will. Maybe they win that Super Bowl, then outlet him But the way he performed in the Super Bowl, Head to Indy game and you're out. How's that? Well,
5: Albert Bruce says they've been trying to keep him.
4: Albert yeah. Freer doesn't know what he – his report is from before the game. That game changed yeah. everything. Do you understand? That game changed everything. Howie Roseman brought all that talent out to the defense and they collapsed like an accordion with the season on the line. You don't think Howie's saying, I brought you the talent, you didn't know how to use it. I, I believe we have an out here. Steichen and Gannon together, sayonara. <laughs> sayonara. Because uh, to get Gannon out, I'd happily give you Steichen. Right? That would be a worthy trade. Two or not. Uh, to get Gannon out, Al, I would give up my left tiny toe, the little one. Oh. Just yeah. the one I don't need. Well, what that's am nice I doing? of you. Uh, one toe. You still got nine. Right, Al? Sixth Oluscano only had six. Let's go to Aaron. Aaron, good morning. <laughs>
1: Good morning. How are you today?
4: Well, I'm I'm a little bit better, Aaron, because now I am targeting. And when I can start blaming
3: people, I feel better. Okay, I got a little bit of, of positivity for you then. Ooh. All right, what do you got? Um, my favorite part of the Super Bowl, it gave me a really warm, fuzzy feeling. I was just getting uh, ready to plate the food to start the game and Dak getting booed. <laughs> oh, yeah. It gave me a really warm, fuzzy feeling.
4: Did you see they read his lips? Do you know what he said on the field mm. when the boo came out?
3: No, I was distracted right. trying to get the food on the plate.
4: Two words and it'll make you happy. The two words that he uttered on the field without a microphone, Philly fans.
5: <laughs> I like that.
4: That's awesome. Is that great, awesome. Aaron, Aaron? He, gets he it. was acknowledging he gets it. that we hate him. But you know what? Warm- we we hate him with some respect. He's he's killed Gannon. He had an eighty percent and seventy-seven percent completion percentage in two of the games he faced Gannett. so he, he right. knows he owns Gannett.
3: yeah I just I just after that happened I was like there's no way we're gonna lose this after uh you know that warm and fuzzy feeling I got but I
4: like it Aaron I am uh de- this is to me personally the most devastating loss Al says not even in the top five oh, it's no. in
5: definitely in my top five
4: no, Al said it's not. Well, Al's got well. some obscure games that no one even remembers mm-hmm. ahead of it. It's not right. Double, no,
5: people remember the Quadruple
4: man. doink. Quadruple yeah, doink. that was Al. bad. No, no, it's not the same. Uh-huh. Do you understand? That was not Al. That was not the finals. Uh-huh. That was, and that, all right, if it went in, it was tied, right? There it Wasn't it tied? It's
6: still, uh, it was
4: just. No, that. come on, Al. This was the worst two one five five nine two most recent hot out <laughs> after quadruple doink did teachers bring the kids in and say listen for a few minutes just uh say what you want to say and get it out yeah, of your but, system you know they
6: gotta stop treating these kids like they're kids
4: really two one five
7: they're actually fine and they think we're crazy <laughs> that's
4: All right, uh, it's uh, 923. It is uh, with great pride. I remind people that this is the only sports station in America Mm -hmm. with a regular, unpaid NASA correspondent. Yes. His name is Clifford W. Letzow, and needless to say, we have a big story to cover. In the sky. We are shooting balloons down with fighter jets. (laughs) <laughs> yes, by true. my count, Cliff, we have shot yes. down. We shot the first one down. We got the video. They can't yeah, show that yeah. enough. And then there were three more yeah, Friday, over Saturday the week. Sunday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, one per day. Yeah. And were they all in Canada or just the first one? Uh, one was in Lake Horn. All right. Horn, uh the Great Lakes. So all right, now, are these people spying on us? What's going on with these I, balloons? I don't
2: know. What they, they seem to be weather balloons. They're all sort of balloons. The, the funny thing, I told you this before. The yeah. Canadian, uh, Canadian, the Canadian, the the Chinese space station goes over this country every day. I mean, they wouldn't really need to, to find any. They
4: house. could spy anything they need from the and space station. They don't really
2: know what kind of equipment they have on there. If so. they
4: thought something untoward was happening with me in Chestnut Hill, <laughs> could they focus right in on they,
2: my house? I know the U.S. government could.
4: <laughs> Ow. They could probably look right through my window. Absolutely. All right, so they wouldn't need a balloon flying over my my house. So. Now,
2: now with all these, you know, these drones right. and everything else, and anybody right. can launch a weather balloon. So I mean, you know.
4: all right, but uh, when we shoot it down with a fighter pilot, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. Is that expensive? Yeah, it's about four hundred thousand dollars of a rocket.
4: Hey, right, wait a minute. Oh. Hold on. So we've done four of these. We've one point six million yeah, to shoot down these that. balloons. Yeah. yeah. That that seems like overkill to me. Yeah, and the
2: funny thing is they don't even know what they are, so I mean...
4: uh, They don't. All right, well, hold on a minute. But They don't know... Are they UFOs? Could they be UFOs? They don't say
2: UFOs anymore. They say uh, UAPs, which are Unidentified Aerial Phenomena.
4: All right, but hold on. Do we ever (laughs) shoot those down? Uh,
2: We probably never catch them. The thing is, our raiders radar doesn't see slower objects and these are all slow objects oh and there's no propulsion to them so they're just like drifting with the air currents
4: uh, is it fun to shoot one down with a, po- a jet a fighter jet it probably is those guys all they do is uh, shoot things down but uh, is there other stuff up there we could shoot down well there's all kinds of weather balloons and
2: experiments and that kind of
4: stuff no no yeah. i mean like uh is there a media we could take a shot at the uh, meteors are up uh, Outside yeah. the atmosphere,
6: they already bounce something off and it changes direction. Yeah.
4: Oh, that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. in movies. Though. Why can't they go like get a
6: hook and bring it down? Like they refuel up there, right? Yeah, there,
4: they do uh, refuel the bigger fighters and like that kind of stuff. So right? why would really? You,
2: yes, that way
6: you know could. what's in it without blowing it up. Yeah, it <laughs>
8: <laughs> so really right. seen, yeah, Seems then
4: you know ridiculous. now they're getting the debris to try to figure out what's in it. Why don't you just reel it yeah. in and hook it down? And he can't get the
6: Southwest flight from Christmas. <laughs>
4: yeah,
5: <there you> <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Al. <laughs>
4: they finally found one. Well, always good information. Al you're not getting this on other sports stations because they don't have Clifford Lentz Nope, we got him. Someday we may pay him. <laughs> <laughs> Ava Graham, who's <laughs> yeah. on the hot seat?
0: Well, Angelo, I think somebody might need to say sorry to you. Today, Nick is on the hot seat. Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. A different kind of network designed to save you money. Hot seat. Hey Nick, you might owe Angelo an apology.
9: You know, sometimes I have to I have to hear some things about Jonathan Gannon, like I won't say names. Angelo.
0: Yeah, Angela.
9: This guy is an unbelievable coordinator. The the fact that he doesn't get respect. From our radio station blows my mind.
4: In over six hours of radio since the other uh, Super Bowl, we have not had any defenders of Jonathan Gannon.
9: No. Does it
0: still
4: blow your mind, Nick? Um, in light of the fact that Jonathan Gannon ruined the season and
9: the Super Bowl,
4: does uh, Nick have to address the criticism received by Gannon on
9: this station and maybe eat some crow today? This guy is an incredible coordinator. He's going to be a head football coach in the National Football League because of what he does. This guy's a stud. He's a stud. I can't wait to talk to Angela on Monday.
4: I want an apology. I want an apology for that dumb take. And I want him to tell the truth today about that defensive coordinator. Assistant coach of the year, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, my ass he is.
0: Nick, Nick, Nick. This city's not stupid. Can't put any of this on the offense. No.
4: I mean, this is all the defense. Because you know, you watched what happened, and you know the truth. They didn't even cover receivers for touchdowns. You can't sell that to this city. You hearing me, Sirianni? You can't sell to this city that that guy knows what he's doing. I don't know. In a dramatic <laughs> twist. I have booked myself onto tomorrow's day off show. I haven't confirmed it yet. At (laughs) 7.20. And after Ross Tucker does his spiel, I will come on and be interviewed by Tucker. And in it, Al, I will respond to what Siriani says today.
5: Well, let's continue to make it all about you as we wind down here. It is
4: not about me. And furthermore, I am risking fatigue to do this. uh, Oh, Okay. But Laying I'm,
5: on your couch taking a phone call. That's, gosh, you know, uh, it's fatigue right there. <laughs> you know, man,
4: after all these years, a modicum of respect in the final
5: I week. respect you immensely. Uh, that didn't sound I like just it there. have a very different way of showing it. I sure do. Uh,
4: on the line with us, Al, is a spokesman for many of these fans, yes. Mark from Aunt Laurel. Hi, Mark. Laughing. Mark, how are you today? I'm not
3: laughing, I'll tell you that. Well, tell me what you are feeling. You know what? Everybody has their their game, I guess. But to me, it's a no-brainer. The worst loss of all time was this Sunday. Thank you. Um, And and I got to tell you something, Ange. You can point fingers at a lot of people here. You can – Jonathan Gannon, for sure. Oh, my God, for sure. The front four, the special teams. But here's what's really bothering me. Here's what's really aching at me. Here's the reason why I don't even want to go outside the end of the game, we had a chance to win that game if that back judge, that referee doesn't doesn't throw the flag. So we will never know. We will never know if we could have won that game. And you know what? If Jalen Hurts gets that ball back with one minute and 48 seconds left, all right, I can live if somebody fumbles the ball. I can live if Jalen Hurts throws an interception, all right? But to lose a game, On a feeling that you just don't have any, you have no power to do anything except sit there and watch the clock run. We have been watching this team for 24 weeks, 24 weeks of football. The best team I've ever seen in a Philadelphia Eagle uniform. And to see it all go down the tubes with a flag sitting on the ground. As a fan, it's the worst. There's nothing worse than that. Mark, i got to
4: tell you, right around this time yesterday, I asked Seth Joyner what he thinks would have happened if they didn't throw the flag. The Chiefs kicked the field goal and the Eagles had the ball. He said they would not have tied the game. He said they would have won the game in regulation. He really believed that, Mark. The way that Hurts was playing, he thinks he would have taken them right down the field.
3: And I believe it also. I really do. There was no problem with our offense. It yep. really wasn't. Everybody on that front floor looked like Robert Quinn on Sunday. I mean, it, yeah. it was
5: just, well, That's, bad. that's
3: <laughs> a heartbreaker. It, and you know, those it, 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 it real fans, man, I mean, that really invest in this thing, you know, that go out and buy the season tickets and buy the switchers. And, and I mean, this is a killer. This game was an app. Av- because, you know, Ant, another thing, at 69 years old, these Super Bowls
4: don't come around much. Very, very Thank true. You but you are – now, This is, we have been batting this around all morning, and you have been through all of these. You were alive for 64, no less. This is, in your estimation, the worst loss in Philadelphia sports history. That's what you're saying.
3: I am saying it because, once again, Angelo, not to be redundant, but to end it, for this referee to throw a flag on such oh. a Mickey Mouse, ticky tack call, it was like, okay, I'm going to end the game here. Okay, yep. a, a guy in a striped shirt. I'm going to end the game here. So we will never know. I believe that Hurts would have won the game. And how about that? How about him winning the ball? What kind of Super Bowl would that be, man? Oh. If he marched his team down the field and we win the game. Oh, Mark, my God.
4: Mark, that, uh, I love you. You know, you have now really made this more painful for me. and I, But I agree with every single thing you said. You're 100% right. Mark, be well, my friend. Talk soon. You too, man. Oh, man, Al. Think of it that way. Jalen Hurts would own the city of Philadelphia mm-hmm. if that had happened. Do you understand that? Yeah. They took out of his hands the opportunity to take one of the greatest performances in Super Bowl history— and make it the absolute greatest performance. Are you with me, Rhea? Ah, oh. <laughs> yes.
5: that
4: was that was taped. That was. Not mm-hmm.
5: Can
7: I you hadn't imagine heard
5: that? i that one
4: before. That is even more. L. That makes it more. And you know what? I'm not here to tell you it wouldn't have happened. That A.J. Brown down the middle, 32 yards. They're in midfield. I can see them taking it down there. Yeah. I really can. The
6: NFL probably wanted it. No, oh, yeah, oh. they did.
4: Well, let me. They were I, more upset than anybody that that everybody happened. Everybody was upset Al, outside yeah. of Philadelphia. We needed to see one last
5: attempt to pull it out.
4: Mm-hmm. And if they tie it, wow! Now you got overtime. Yeah. Now, personally, I don't think I could have survived that.
5: <laughs> overtime <laughs> might have killed us all. Uh,
4: overtime. I'm pretty sure overtime, Al, I would have checked into a hospital. Oh. Bills on the line. Hi, Billy. How you doing now? It's an honor to finally speak to you. And
10: let me tell you something. If you I didn't have to listen to you on Monday morning, I think I would have been checking myself into a mental institution because after what I saw Sunday night, how we were robbed. And yes, I'm going to say it loud and clear. We were robbed. Your wow. previous caller just pretty much echoed everything that I wanted to say. We don't know, but, you know, I have enough confidence in Jalen Hurts that he would have marched our team down that damn field and we would have won this game. That's how much confidence I have in him. We were denied that opportunity because of some some idiot referee who decided he was going to be the end-all and be-all judge of this game.
4: All right, Bill, hold on here because, see, now I'm, uh, everything you're saying, I'm buying and it's making me more frustrated but I can still also blame Gannon, right? I, I oh, need, absolutely because Gannon, to me, if if the if it went to overtime, I would have zero faith that Gannon would have figured out <laughs> how to stop Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? We had yeah, one but, chance. Get the ball back. Hertz goes all the way down the field, scores a touchdown, and the defense never gets back on the field.
10: Exactly. Well, you know, I want to make two quick points. One what i saw what i saw in the first half kind of concerned me you know maybe this is maybe this is of nothing maybe it is something but where were the eagles went up 7 nothing and then i saw how quickly mm. how quickly mahomes got to, got them tied and i was thinking to myself hmm i was thinking to myself at the first half you know we had a 10 point lead after the first half i was like wow they scored that quick yeah i'm thinking we needed to make adjustments i would say in the first
4: half well, here's the thing, Bill. On that. Uh, the Kelsey the, 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 touchdown. Uh, Bill, yeah. um, how surprising was it to you that they used Kelsey to go all the way down the field in their first drive? They weren't even covering him. No. Nobody was covering them. They had two weeks. They looked. Any tape you wanted to look at, Kelsey is the best wide receiver, maybe in the history of the game. Did it yes, appear dear. to you they had done anything to try to corral him in the first series? No. I and mean, the guy is awful. He's awful. If you can't see how terrible Gannon is, the first series proved it. You had two weeks, and you did nothing. Nothing.
10: But, oh. Al, before I end this call, I'm going to say thank you, and I wish to God you would hang over. Let me tell you, this city really needs you. God, we needed you so bad. Yeah. This was probably, for me, the worst loss in Philly sports here is but you know the one I always look back to, and I'm, I've been around sports for a long time in this city, yeah. 1980, the Flyers were robbed in overtime mm. Stickle. on a play that was two feet offside that the referee missed.
4: True. That one, I'll tell you, Al made a very strong case for that earlier in the show. That one's still sticking, right, Al?
6: Yeah, it's a long, long, long That's 43 I mean, years it's ago. Like, but,
4: it's 43 years yeah. ago. But you say Leon Stickle. People know who that was. He yeah, yeah. blew the call. Two one five. Two one five 94-94. One last aspect of this we have to uh, look at. Uh, Super Bowl fifty-seven was the third highest-rated in the history of Super Bowl on TV. Nice. nice. What would it have been if the Eagles got the last drive? Uh-huh. WIP Sports Time nine thirty.
7: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward.
4: All right, welcome back. Uh, uh, some uh, new developments in my being booked to uh, appear yeah, on I don't the know show. Where tomorrow. you came up with this. Uh, yes, it, it was announced that there would be access today to the Eagles locker, locker room. room. Yeah. Clean up. It is not yet indicated when Nick Sirianni will speak. He's going to speak later in the week. Right, he will not be speaking today. All right then, I am unbooking myself at seven twenty. I wasn't planning on I'll, having you anyway. I'll plan uh, your day differently now. I'm off. All right. All right. I I will get the rest I require to do the final two shows. You need a Wednesday
6: off um, we're Thursday?
4: Shut Friday. up! All right Al? Oh, you don't know my world. You don't know the pressures and stresses I deal with. That's yeah. why I bring in the toaster. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Wednesday but uh, off. so what? And and uh, we have also heard it is not out of the question what that we will have an opportunity for a final conversation with Nick Sirianni oh he wants to say goodbye
0: to you. <laughs> he wants
5: to say goodbye, goodbye to you yeah, all right really. <laughs> or or he would
4: like to apologize for what he said a couple of weeks Not ago
5: going yeah. to, why should he apologize to you
4: uh, Joe could you play again why you should
9: apologize sometimes I have to I have to hear like some things about Jonathan Gannon. But this guy is an unbelievable coordinator. The the fact that he doesn't get respect from our radio station blows my mind. It blows my mind. This guy is an incredible coordinator. He's going to be a head football coach in the National Football League because of what he does. This guy's a stud. He's a stud. I can't wait to talk to Angelo on Monday.
4: Al, I may be wrong here, but it sounds like I might have the upper hand now in this conversation. Well, we'll see here. <laughs> Get a did job you watch, as a head coach. Did, did you watch the second half of the Super Bowl?
6: Yeah, I watched them run right through that defense, which nobody makes a point of because of the open receivers. They're
4: running, too. You're right.
5: They just ran th- they 119 just ran. yards after I halftime, mean, Al. My bottom God. Bottom
4: line advantage, I, I, Cataldi. It was unbelievable. Right. One <laughs> other thing. I just did, This did get tremendous numbers. Yeah, and yeah. And they assumed it would get great numbers because it was the two one seeds. It was the perfect matchup for Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Al. The only thing that held it back, it is the third highest rating, 113 million people watched the Super Bowl. The one thing that it was hurt by, it, it was a fairly fast Super Bowl when you consider for 43 minutes there was none. It was just a halftime show. Al, if the Eagles had gotten the final possession. Oh, man and you would stretch the game out another 10 minutes, uh-huh. and it was 10 minutes to decide the championship, it probably would have been the number one all-time highest-rated Super Bowl. And needless to say, the Super Bowl is the highest-rated show every year. It would have been the it would dream. Have gotten, it, would have, it would have been the dream of Fox. It would, when that ref yeah. threw that flag, he denied a lot of people from the greatest finish maybe ever. Right. Unbelievable. Whoever that is, somebody should talk to him. <laughs> I'm just saying, somebody should talk to him. They didn't call a holding I, play I, the dude. whole time, and that was their holding call I, the whole day. No holding call. Yeah. Now you're calling it. They, that's the way that league. I don't understand it. Why they they they're opposite of what people want. We would have a meeting. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's go to Chuck in Mount Airy. Hi, Chuck. Yeah, yo, Angelo, what's going on? I had to call you before you left out the door. Well, thank say, you, Chuck. I appreciate
8: it. What do you so, want to say? I want to say that you are very important to my, my development right now. My grievance was going on. I want to come and talk to you because you share the same sentiment. First of all, that fat, red guy on the sideline won a Super Bowl yeah. on all your expense. You know what I'm saying? After he deprived us for years, not winning a Super Bowl because he faced a decent coordinator with half a brain, you know what I'm saying, and got an easy win on us. Yeah. Now, I want to know how Johnson Gaynon feels today. And Nick Sirianni, if you want to defend him? You can take your ass to the Arizona, winning. Go to Arizona, winning, Ooh. and be his assistant. Be his assistant coach. Wow, that's hardcore. That wait
4: a minute. Team. No, I'm not killing Nick here, Chuck. I just want him to fess up that his defensive coordinator let this city down. They let him no, down, Chuck. Team, you can't do well, that.
8: Well, the D coordinator is a gutter rat, and when you just well, that's a little rat, strong. That, that makes you that.
4: You know what, what I mean? I'm All sick right.
8: of John McDaniel. He sat there, and he took. He took
4: away from us, Andrew. That is very strong, Chuck. But yes, I, yeah. I, I want to just say this about Big Red. Because if you have noticed the last two days, I have taken the highest of high roads. Right. During one of the touchdowns where the guy was wide open, Andy Reid was running down the <laughs> sideline in an effort to call timeout. But he's heavy, and yeah. it took too long, yeah. and he didn't get to the ref. Ra- Al, that's a matter of fact. I have the, the cut that indicates – he was trying to call timeout and no one was covering his receiver. Mm-hmm. So don't be telling me what a genius he is, because if he had his way, they would have called the timeout and lost the touchdown.
8: And Angelo, hear me out, Angelo, real quick, right? Just listen to these numbers. Patrick Mahomes has pedestrian numbers in the Super I've been telling everybody that. Yep. 60, 64.2 quarterback rating. In two touchdowns and four interceptions in two previous Super Bowls. You know what has happened? He gets a Night Coil shot of Jonathan Gannon, and now he boosts his thumbs up and makes more of a player than what he really is, man. He's a good player, don't get me wrong. But the guy, every good quarterback we face, they have career days on us, man. And the guy robbed us. He robbed us, uh, Angelo. I'm with you, Chuck.
4: Chuck, the best way, I appreciate you called the best way to overcome the malaise the city has right now. Is to rip Jonathan Gannon. I consulted a shrink, Al, mm-hmm. and he said, find the target and emote. It's all yeah. verbal. We're just verbal. It's,
6: it's your weather balloon.
4: It's ver- <laughs> now, <laughs> yes, one it thing though I can't help thinking about it is so Gannon sits down with the Arizona coaching staff because they're looking the on or the organization. Yeah, yeah. All right. It does it come up that his team was feeble in the biggest game he ever coached? It might, but uh, Does he find a way to explain away wide open receivers the whole second half?
6: I don't know that they get into individual games. Does he
4: talk about the fact they couldn't even stop the no, run?
6: One thing I'll say again, and we we spoke we spoke to him. Yeah, he could sell. He, he, he might...
4: Yeah, Al, that's he's very likable. Yeah, he's very likable until the game begins.
5: Other than that, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the one
4: the one thing that ruins it is that he has to actually coach. Tiny little thing, detail. Mickey's next. Hi, Mick. Yo, how's it going today, Angelo?
8: It's going, going okay,
4: in. Mick, but I'm still unhappy.
8: Okay, there's quite a few reasons why you lost. And number one was on Friday I tried to get through when Rhea put the start out there about MVP quarterback ain't won the Super Bowl in twenty years.
5: Yeah, it was Eskin put it out. All right, so yes. what
4: are you saying that we shouldn't have said that? The first, yeah, because and you that's know, a bigger reason <laughs> than Gannon in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Mickey, is that what you're saying? There's five reasons you lost. No, but th- if that's the first one you brought up, it's making me think you're a little dumb. Nah,
8: man, come on, man, yo. Number one, second one, was when Hurts fumbled that football. That All right, that's seven points. He's
4: winning the game. Now you have established clearly to me that you're a dumbbell. No way, Jose. All right, let's the hear third? the third one. Maybe you can redeem yourself. What's your third one?
5: Nick Sirianni's. The reason being is Doesn't he went ass. to
8: that locker room up by 10 points. He's like, that's not broke. Don't fix it.
4: Mick, were Andy you in really the slow in class there. in school? Oh,
6: God, here we go.
4: No, I'm not slow. No, I'm pretty sure you're a little on the slow side, Mick. They didn't
5: adjust.
4: Andy. All right, you, well, it's too late now, I'm Mick. so I got,
5: sorry I repeated Howard Eskin's yep, It's my that fault. Was,
4: that was the number one yep. reason for the
5: loss. My bad.
4: Perry's up from King of Prussia. Hi, <coughs> Terry. Hey, Angelo. Just
10: like to say thanks for all the years, man, because you're a passionate dude. I hope somebody like Rick can take over for you. But this game had me so sick. I've I've gotten sick in the past from the Eagles. This wow. was the worst loss
4: in Philadelphia. Why, in fact, Terry? Why Gannon, did it why did it hurt you that much?
10: Well, watching Gannon the whole game, no change. I think somebody got to him and threatened him because he didn't coach. He didn't change nothing. Four-man rush. Come on, dude. You're not getting to him. You've got to do something. How about blitzing like you did in the last two games that we've destroyed the other teams? Come on
4: now. 100% Terry. Terry, you're right on point, my friend. You know your football. Thank you for calling today. Pat's up from Levittown. Hi, Pat. Hey. Pat, what do you need to say this morning? Apparently nothing. What? Wow, Kevin's vaporized. up from Langhall. Hi, Cap. Hey, Ange. I didn't. I didn't listen yesterday because
11: I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I don't blame I you. I, I tried. I,
4: I watched QVC yesterday, Cap, because I didn't want to see anything about the game. Did you buy anything? No.
11: <laughs> you know what I did for two weeks, Ange? For two yep. weeks, you know, every night I come down the basement and I rewatch playoff games. Uh. I rewatch the Super Bowl. And I was... I, you know what, though? The funny thing is I'm a pessimistic guy. Yeah. I am pessimistic to a fault. Yeah. I didn't want my wife to buy my kids Eagle stuff. I said... Because obviously that <laughs> would change it just like that dumbass sure. who called earlier. Yep. Um, <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't. So I came down. I was very proud of myself. I was a huge adult. I have to watch the game by myself. My family was upstairs. I'm down in the basement. They lost the game. And it's like... It's I I just knew Gannon I just knew it and it's just I watched those first few plays and they went through him like butter I'm like I cannot stand this man I can't stand him I can't and it hurts man because it, it, I understand oh man next year I'm sorry it is so hard to get to this point.
4: All right, Kevin, let me just fans, ask man. you this, Kevin: If Sirianni, whenever he talks, comes out and defends Gannon and says that he's a great defensive coordinator. Will that affect the way you see Nick Sirianni?
11: He's won a lot of games. I'm going to be honest. I've never liked Nick Sirianni. I don't (laughs) like his mannerisms. I think he's a jackass. Wow. I can't stand wow. the way he oh, acts. Wow. I, I I can't stand the way he wow. acts, dude. Did you see the look at look at look at the video? Hold on, and her.
4: hold on. I may have to go in overtime, Kevin. When he cried at the anthem, that didn't touch you. No, uh, when I was crying at the end of the game, that really got to me. <laughs> that that's where Kevin. I
5: cared about Kevin, the cry. You're fantastic, Kevin.
4: All right, no, he's not fantastic. Yes, he is because he's he he's is, still emotional. He is reacting the way Al Morganti did. He didn't like the crying. I didn't like the and crying. he doesn't like the histrionics on the sidelines. Yeah. Right
5: now? I don't, don't bother me. I think, you
4: don't like that. Yeah. I got no problem with that. I am more nuts and bolts type guy.
6: I don't know about the bolts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. It's time to do a wrap. <laughs> okay. Uh, Line of the Day is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. We are so lucky that we have Cliff, our NASA correspondent, in here. That was you a good did, piece, yeah. Yeah, you did talk about the balloons that were shot down this week, and then Al had Line of the Day. Now
4: they're getting the debris to try to figure out what's in it. Why don't you just reel it yeah. in and hook it down? can't it's,
6: a, it's a Southwest flight from Christmas? <laughs> yeah, <there you> go.
0: <laughs> I like that. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find a road to ArminChevy.com. Which was the worst loss in Philly sports history? 46% say Super Bowl 57. Thank you, Al. You were wrong.
4: Give me the other one. All
0: right. Al,
4: you were wrong. Apologize. I'm sorry
6: so many people are... (laughs) <laughs> Not as bright as I am. 24% say
0: 2003. 18% say the 1993 World Series. 12% 2011. And now, I do want to remind everybody that today is Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. So make your way over oh, to yeah. Steven Singer, 739 Walnut Street. His helpful staff will find you the perfect gold-dipped rose so you can take care of your loved ones, all right? So get on over Beautiful.
4: I want to thank our assistants today, Ava Gray and Kyle Quinn, and our producer, Joseph A. Wecker, you, you. Joe DeCambia, John Richie, coming up next. You guys are on hold. I just got word. They're talking football today. Uh, thank you all for listening. How do we do today? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big
2: cities to small towns, including right here in yours.